Good morning. This is the December 30 letter I'm sending. For today's letter, I'd like to spend one last day in Book of the Hopi, compiled by Frank Waters. According to Hopi legend, when the Hopi people emerged into the fourth and present world, they were greeted by a figure named Masao, who was considered by Hopi to be the guardian spirit of this world. The people recognized Masao, who had been the caretaker of the third world, but having become self-important, the creator, or Tawa, took his assignment away and made him the god of death in the underworld. This was an unpleasant job, so when the third world was destroyed, Tawa decided to give him another chance as caretaker of the fourth world. Then when Masao met the people emerging into the fourth world, he told them the way they had to make their four migrations over the earth, how they were to recognize their final resting spot, and this was symbolically written on four sacred tablets given to them, which they still have to this day. The Masao also told them that a time would come when they would be overtaken by a strange people, and this people would force them to live according to new laws or else be treated as criminals and punished. But he warned them that they were not to resist, but that they would wait for a person to deliver them. This person was their lost white brother named Pahana, who would bring them the lost missing piece of one of the tablets. He would save them from persecution and lead them and all humans to a new and universal brotherhood. Frank Waters notes that the return of their lost white brother Pahana mirrors the hope of the Mayans waiting for Kukul Khan, their bearded white god, and the Toltec and Aztec belief in Quetzalcoatl. In the 1500s, Aztecs welcomed Hernan Cortes and his company as Quetzalcoatl, but as we know, Cortes betrayed the emperor's hospitality, and then he proceeded to destroy the capital, winning Mexico for the Spanish crown, and eventually the Spanish continued their conquests further north, where they encountered the Hopi. The first known white man who eventually reached the Hopi was Pedro de Tovar, they had been waiting for the Bahana and had noted that he was 20 years later than they had expected him. The Spaniards arrived at the foot of a mesa upon seeing them. The next morning, the Hopi went down to greet them by laying a sacred line of cornmeal across the trail. The Spaniards did not understand the meaning and charged forward with lances and swords. They chased the Hopi men into Abotovi. The Hopi were submissive, eventually offering presents of cotton cloth, corn, skins, pinion nuts, and turquoise. And here I'll read a couple of paragraphs from the text. Quote, Hopi tradition supplements this account by relating that Tovar and his men were conducted to Oribe. They were met by all the clan chiefs at Tautoma, as prescribed by prophecy, where four lines of sacred meal were drawn. The bear clan leader stepped up to the barrier and extended his hand palm up to the leader of the white men. If he was indeed the true Pahana, the Hopis knew he would extend his own hand palm down and clasp the bear hand's leader to form the neck watch, the ancient symbol of brotherhood. Tovar instead curtly commanded one of his men to drop a gift into the bear chief's hand, believing that the Indian wanted a present of some kind. Instantly, all the Hopi chiefs knew that the Bahana had forgotten the ancient agreement made between their peoples at the time of their separation. Nevertheless, the Spaniards were escorted up to Oribe, fed and quartered, and the agreement explained to them. It was understood that when the two were finally reconciled, 
each would correct the other's laws and faults. They would live side by side and share in common all the riches of the land, and join their faiths in one religion that would establish the truth of life in a spirit of universal brotherhood. The Spaniards did not understand, and having found no gold, they soon departed. The Hopis knew that Tovar was not the true Pahana, and that they could expect trouble. Forever thereafter, they referred to these gentlemen of Castile as the Castillas, as Cachada, white man, or as Dodagi, the dictator. That's the end of that quote. What struck me in this recounting of the Hopi legend and belief in Taiwa, Satugnang, and Pahana were some noticeable similarities to scripture and the temple ceremony. First, the healer is coming again, as is recorded in the prophecies of many around the world, including the Hopi. Second, he will unite humans to be of one purpose. Third, he'll bring peace. Fourth, there are signs and practices and religious rituals across culture that point us to this figure of hope. I am grateful to my Savior for planting these clues for us, true, actual Easter eggs that bring peace and joy. When we realize that truth is eternal, light will prevail over darkness, and that no matter how far we stray from our Creator and creation, they're always there to remind us and bring us back to the true path of life. Hope you're having a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas.